This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? All right. Well, Tom Bergeron may never go back to the ballroom. The former Dancing with the Stars host, who claimed to be blindsided when ABC fired him over the summer after 15 years on the show, revealed in a new interview that he won't return to Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Okay. So, during the commercial break, you had a really great idea. How about Tom Bergeron? For replacing Alex Trebek, that that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm hoping he's maybe setting something up here. By... That is a good idea. I love that idea. That is a good and idea. Maybe it's all the stars are all aligned. Yeah, I think for might, Tom Bergeron. Yeah, he might be saying like, "Hey, I'm not committing to anything. I'm open. Come court me." Yeah, that's that interesting. I would, love. and that would be a good fit. You know, that's interesting. I've never mm. never thought of that before. He's a, he would be a great fit. I just think he's very talented. Now, rapper. And uh, actor Common flaunted his abs in People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issue, and he told People Magazine that his girlfriend Tiffany Haddish is part of the reason for his buff physique. And he said, listen, she contributed by inspiring me. When you have a great partner, you want to look good. But he also added that Tiffany wanted to take all the credit, because, you know, Tiffany Haddish, of course, she's probably going to have some fun with it. She was trying to take all the credit. But he was mostly inspired by his dad, Lonnie Lynn, who passed away from prostate cancer. So he wanted to start getting himself into better shape to honor his father. So That's nice. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. I've worked out two days in a row. Way to go, Steve. Oh, no, I don't say it for the credit. Oh, you get a star. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. And a New Jersey auction house may be on the cusp of setting a new record for the priciest Pokemon card ever auctioned. Golden Auctions first edition of the 1999 Charizard card boasts a $170,000 bid with 10 days to go. Oh, what? I remember wow. Pogs. No. Pogs, I'm with you. It's like a Pog. Like, Pogs. Some kids probably got this card sitting in his parents' closet back at home and it's worth That's 170k. Right. Rapper Logic oh, So Rapper Logic holds the record. He paid $220,000 for one back in October. And YouTuber and YouTube influencer pa- Logan Paul also paid two hundred sixteen thousand dollars for one of these. Holy! You buy a house, wow. a house with wow. for sixteen thousand dollars. I know. Imagine people are holding two things in front of you. One is a car. Uh, one is a card, just a little cardboard card in their hand, or point to the house behind you. You can have either for the same price. I'm Ain't going. that wild when you think of it that way? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bob. <laughs> For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk 
Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, bib. So, you have Steve. a good voice, man. Good voice, Sammy Davis. Jr. Yeah, it's really fun. That's a good version of that song that isn't played enough, frankly. I, I I'm love happy the that horns. we're playing it here. So oh, good. I'm a big fan of a horn. You ever watch I Love Lucy? That's, uh, I when, have when in my Ricky life. would perform at the Copacabana, I think. Uh, and he had no. all his horn section there, and I he would dance. All of my I Love Lucy memories, and I know that I've seen multiple episodes as a child and being on in reruns and my mom watching it, they have all dissolved into just memory of the chocolate conveyor belt situation. Yep, that's all you she remember. Was stuffing okay. them in her mouth. And it is all dissolved into that one memory and leaves me feeling very good about I love a Lucy. I now must tell you about a story. Okay, let's hear it. Um, you talked about You'll wake up in the morning, Donna realizes, oh, I left my garage door open all night. Yikes. Well, this is maybe eight years ago, seven years ago. This is when we're living in New Mexico. Stevie Boy is on a business trip to Boston, Massachusetts. Hyannis, to be specific. Okay. We were there shooting a special on the Kennedys. So I'm on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. I get a call. As I recall, in the middle of the night, and maybe it's about 4 a.m. there, because it was about 2 a.m. in New Mexico, the cops came to our house, started shining lights into the windows, started knocking on the door, repeatedly trying to wake someone from within the house. Anybody in there? Hello? Anybody in there? It's just my wife and either one or two kids at the time. How panicked would you be? Spouses out of town, Terrified. people knocking at your door, flashlights out the window. You can see police lights, but you just, it's police, open up. It's Whoa, me no likey. I felt so bad that I wasn't there. The reason they did it, Donna, wife had accidentally left the garage door open and the breaker box, you know, mm-hmm. like the breaker box that you have in the garage Yep. very often, that door was flung open. Just hadn't been closed. Sometimes it doesn't latch. So the wait, police the breaker were just box, put... as in the circuit breaker? Yes, Queen. Uh, okay. Okay. To the house. So you're, to the house. So the that controls. You know that like stuff if some if the, the lights house. go out somewhere, we're gonna turn all the levers. Got the it. breaker box. Yeah. So that was in the garage. That door is open. Yeah, okay. it was in the garage. That door is open. Is yours in your basement? Yes. But I have Somewhere one in, in I also have one of course, mm. multiples. Love it. <laughs> Must be nice. No, Which it's in the basement. It's in the to? basement. It's in the basement. Okay. Garage door open, breaker box door open as well. Police patrolling in the middle of the night see that and get concerned that someone has opened our garage door, has killed the power to disconnect any alarm, Oh. and has broken into the house. Yikes. They were fearing the worst. That's terrifying. Police, open up. <gasps> Anybody in there? Wow, Lights Steve. flashing up into her window. Stevie Boy sleeping in a five-star hotel in Boston, Massachusetts. Wife at home terrified essentially gets raided by the police in the middle of the night. So she goes babies. to the door 
with the babies or is no she... i think she went down by herself the babies hadn't woken so but then what... you have babies and then you hear a knock and your first thought is where are the babies right so let me ask you this absolutely i'm an open book what do they think is the reason for the breaker box being open oh it just didn't latch so that was but it. there th- that was all that happened yeah it just but then they saw those two things together and they think like cops, right? They encounter a lot great. of bad situations That's that they have great. to go and help. And I was I appreciated how uh, on it they were, but a frightening situation though to have lights shining in your window and then allow Absolutely. you know because if a cop comes to your door in the middle of the night, presumably it's not like or no, it's like open up. We have a warrant. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, so. I mean, thank God for the police, you know, because think if something terrible had happened, not necessarily yes. at your house, but any house. But if, sh- if something had happened and the power was cut and you couldn't make, you know, or your phone was dead and you, yeah. you know, what if you were tied up? Okay. Now I'm really scared. Well, listen. You might want to close your garage door right? tonight, Donna. I will. You know, also, real quick on breaker boxes while we're there. None have ever been truly labeled the correct way. <laughs> I live so in a true. I live in a new build. We're the only people who have ever lived here, which means the builders go out and they write all the things. All right, this is for this. This is for this. There's still multiple blank ones. Ones that aren't identified when I'm trying to figure out, no, well, how do I get to, like, the the, the master bathroom? How do we figure that out? Yeah. It's not labeled. What's you going on there? You should have an electrician come out and just do it for you. If, do you have an electrician friend? I do have an electrician friend. Just have him come by and get yourself a label maker if you want to make it nice. <laughs> or a Sharpie, oh, whatever boy. you got. Yeah, this would be my wife's moment where she's like, oh, I actually do have a laminator. Very proud when she gets to <laughs> laminate something. It comes up like annually, and she's like, oh, I can laminate oh, that. I love it. And the kids won't spill on it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Steve, are you watching the morning show? I can't remember. Yeah, I watched the morning. In fact, I watched the morning show when I had whatever that sickness was in late January, early February. Yes. I was binge watching it then. Excellent. Curled up by my fireplace in body aches with a fever, looking up at the screen. Excellent show. Excellent. Love it. Season two is yeah, it was back. very good. So this is Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, some other people. The guy Steve from Creep. Carell. Yep, Steve Carell. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, it's about a TV morning show. Well, the guy from Creep is great in it. By the he's way. So, so good. good. I love him. So good. So good. Did you see Creep? So by the way, watch Creep. No, oh, yes. you have to watch Creep. You and your wife watch it. To. It's very short. Watch it. Because every voice in your head that has ever told you to beware of something is going to come alive after seeing this. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pass on that. No, you should it's see holiday it. holiday season. It's a lesson learned to remember, to listen to that inner voice. Anyway, I digress. Juliana, uh, Juliana Margulies has joined the cast. I love Great. this. She is going to play wife. an anchor. Yep. And uh, the Clooney show. The ER. ER, thank you. (laughs) Um, It was actually mostly her. Um, But she's going to play Laura Peterson, an anchor at UBA News. And um, she's one, uh, obviously, one of the most critically acclaimed TV actresses working today. She's been nominated for 10 Emmys. I am super excited for this choice. 
Um, she was on Billions most recently, I believe. You know who I could see being in? Let's cast the morning show. I I, I don't know when season two is coming out. I uh, don't either. I don't know that they fully resume production yet. But I'll tell you who would make like a good executive who could deliver serious lines, but also could provide some comedic relief would be Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Love it. Couldn't you see her? Yes. Behind the scenes, big wig that comes in from She'd corporate who frantic. just lay the smack down. See, no, I'm, th- I'm picturing her as like the frantic producer. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? She's just frantic and like behind the scenes and yelling at people. I love sure. it. Let's yeah. get that yeah. going. Let's get all the Julia's and Juliana. All of them. All the jewels right. in together. Hey, guys. Uh, we got to study when we return. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. You have a study that has to do with uh, your phone use and your mood, which, frankly, is hard to believe. You think so? In fact, so? I kind of don't even believe it. You're kidding. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Well, let's tackle that and uh, what people have been uh, doing while under quarantine. Something good. Something really good. Yeah. All according yeah. to a new study when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Thank you. <laughs> We're back. He's uh, a great whistler, Bing is. He likes to whistle in yes. songs. Oh, I love a good whistling song. Remember we had... Kelly like, Hansen. Great yes, whistler. She is. Twin Cities Live reporter. Yeah, really. We went good through whistler. a period of time where there were there was a lot of whistling in our bumper music. A lot. Yeah. We went through sweet. a lot of snaps. Yes. Yes. We. Now we've got horns, all sorts of stuff. You gotta watch White Christmas. I'll do it. You don't sound excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I still have to watch Oh Brother Where Art Though. You don't strike me as a Christmas movie kind of a lady. Not really. Mm-mm. Gosh. Dang it, Donna. Well, I don't, I, unless a lot of time has passed, for the most part, I don't like to watch movies twice. Like, if I see a movie, I don't need to go back and watch it again. Unless maybe 10 years have gone by or 20 years. Oh, so Christmas is not great because that's what people do during the holidays. The only thing I do watch is It's a Wonderful Life. I just kind of have it in the background while I'm wrapping presents. Mary? Clarence? Clarence, am I dead? Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study blah, buddies, blah, blah, blah. the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. All right, let's do yours first. I uh, I read the headline to it and I think it's bunk. Well, There's no way. I've got a study here. Okay, there's good news and bad news. The good news is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A new study found that there's no connection between all that time you spend on your phone and how anxious or stressed out you feel. The bad news is, looks like we need to find someone else to blame, huh? <laughs> for the study, researchers tracked around 200 and, uh, 250 people for one week, okay? And they monitored how much they used their phones, and then they monitored their mental health. And they found that a person's daily smartphone pickups or screen time did not predict anxiety, depression, or stress symptoms. In fact, they found one big source of unnecessary anxiety is your guilt over feeling like you're using your phone too much. Oh, a derivative of the phone. Right. Hmm. So let yourself, you know, hang out with your phone guilt free because even a a little um, if something is messing with your mood, it's not your phone. That's what this study says. Thank you for listening. That is interesting. Thank you. You buy it? Not really. I think it depends on what you're looking at. Maybe the people who were using their phones were not looking at Instagram. Mm. I find that when I am on social media, I, I don't feel good. I don't feel good about it. Does that make sense? I don't I don't like looking at people's pictures of how perfect and beautiful they are and their perfect vacations. I don't know. Mm. I mean, if I'm friends with you, just send me the pictures. I don't need I don't know. It just feels like putting on a show. Sure. Sure, Donna. I understand. My wife's been pretty off the grid with social media for. Gee, probably like the last three years. Where she has like like she has an Instagram page, but she only has I don't know maybe twelve total posts on it, and she had gone I think two years between posts, and then oh I was like gosh, you should post, wow. and then she did, and then I just talked to her last week. I said, wait, I noticed you haven't put anything up, and she said, yeah, I think I'm done. I I enjoyed it, and and I'm gone for now. And if I ever want to go back, I'll. She doesn't like it for all of the common reasons that you're talking about. That so many people feel this this sort of dissonance when they're there checking it out because it is very difficult, despite the best advice, it's very difficult to not fall into the comparison trap when you are on social media, even though you know it's a highlight reel, even though you know it's a edited picture, even though you know their house gets messy like yours does, the lie is often louder when you're scrolling where you're like, hmm, that looked fun. Yeah. You ever talked to somebody over the week, or excuse me, have you ever spoken with someone who posted something like cool on Instagram? And then you're like, oh, hey, how was your, how was your weekend? How was last night? And they're like, oh, so stressful. And this thing, yeah, we finally got out and we did this. And then you're thinking, oh, but the picture on Instagram said like, my heart is so full to be with my boo on this perfect date night. And you're like, that real life ain't connecting with what you said. Hmm. I know. Also, I find it stressful to post. I don't like the pressure of having to post something. Sure. 
And, and trying to be interesting. It's like, I'm not that interesting. I don't need to post some. You know what I mean? You're interesting. Yeah. Come on. I don't feel interesting enough to make a post about anything. Oh, I get that. Yeah. But see, but that that's a little self-deprecating, though, because the whole the whole reason why social media is interesting. And frankly, if you don't think you're interesting, then never share a personal story sure. of your own life on the radio. But and I'm disproving that you are interesting. And what we're interested in is just other people's experiences. Oh, what was that like for you? And then we connect it back home to something for us. Listen, you're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. People, people like, like me. Thanks, Steve. That was very You got sweet. it. <laughs> I thought so, dude. Oh, yeah, you're great. Two-thirds of people during quarantine have had at least one great idea. And like half an of those. moment? Yeah, like a breakthrough of, you know what we could do? We could do this. And maybe that's how you're... Uh, living life at home, how you structure family stuff, a vacation. It could be a breakthrough idea for a business, a side hustle, taking up that hobby that you've always wanted to. Almost two-thirds of people have had that, you know what? We should do this. We should do this. Half of the people who have had these ideas are working on it, like writing a novel, growing a garden at home. Yes, love that idea. Say more things. I, um, at the beginning of the quarantine, started to sketch. I was like, maybe this will be a new hobby for me. And then we did some Disney sketches. And the first time we did it with the fam, it was like three of us felt really good about it. One really was dejected by this person's own performance and was really beating themselves up. That sucked the fun out of the room pretty quick. Then you're like being stern with them of like, hey, listen, if you don't want to be a part of this, then... You need to not be a part of this, but we can't hear you complaining. And then the fun sketch session went down the tubes. But I say that to say I went six months without sketching, and then I sketched again last weekend, and it was so fun. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Steve, you should post it. Did you post it? No, I didn't post it. He should post it. It really happened. All right. It's a throwback Thursday. Time for some music trivia, right? It's coming up next. I quiz Donna. Play along. Nothing up for grabs. That's next. And we're back. Isn't it a kid who sings this song? What'd you say, Steve? Isn't it a kid who sings that song, no. uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Well, Tree? I guess she was young when she... It's Brenda Lee, I believe. And she was very young when she started. Brenda Lee, Rockin' Around. So yeah, she was 13 when she sang that song that you're listening to. Crazy. Wow. 13. She sounds like she's 48, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, boy, what a journey, huh? Yeah, it's fun to be here. It's fun to be here as well. It is a uh, Thursday, but not just any old Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Today, we're all over the map. Donna, all over okay. the mappy wappy. I hope that you are loose and I hope that you have stretched. Have you done either? No. Good and In fact, I'm very tight. I can't turn my head. Oh, no, really? Yeah, it's a common problem. Wait a second. All Don't right, my worry entire, about it. My entire 
internet has frozen. Oh, are you now kidding what me? What are we gonna do? You know, I'm kind of sick of this uh, little little uh, Chromebook that I have. Oh, maybe it kind of sucks. I think I've only had it for about a year and a half. All right, hang on. Now I have to up, close yeah. everything. All right, Steve's gonna close everything. We're about to play. Ask Grant a personal question. Throwback Thursday music trivia. Um, Grant, uh, how old are you? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Eighty-four. Grant. Follow up, do you view me as a father figure and a mentor? <laughs> I'll go with mentor, but we're about the same age, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. You can have mentors still. at the same age. That's... I'm 37. Yeah. I just turned 37. Just turned 37 mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Oh. Halfway to 74. Woo! Date line oh. 1955. This singer's first release on RCA Victor Records was announced. The first two songs, Mystery Train and I Forgot to Remember to Forget, <laughs> had been purchased from Sam Phillips of Sun Records. The singer was described by the singer's new record comp- company as the most talked personality in recorded music in the last 10 years. Name the singer of Mystery Train and I Forgot to Remember oh, to Forget. Shoot. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to remember to forget. Uh, I'm going to need a hint, Bob. Thank you for your bravery. Sometimes with these questions, it's important to focus in on the year. It truly narrows the crowd. The year is 1955. Yep. The singer had been the most talked about personality and recorded music of the last decade, according to his new record company. Okay. Named the singer. So I'm, I'm thinking 1955. I'm thinking of people like... Elvis. Um, I'm thinking of Frank. I'm oh, and we just played earlier this week, or was it last week? Earlier this week, the uh, a duet, a rarely heard duet of those two people. I will tell you this, Donna. It is one of those two people, as you of course know. Oh. Name the correct one that it is. I think it's Frank Sinatra. No, you don't. But you don't believe that. No, it's got to be Elvis Presley. And you'll lock it in. Locked in. Ding, 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 right ding, Right answer. Ding. Way to go. Donna, really, really good. amazing. Does anybody know those songs, Mystery Train and I Forgot to Remember to Forget by Elvis Presley? I'd know them if I heard them. Okay. Yes. Yes, Queen. Yes, Dateline 1976. Okay. This is going to be better. An attempt was made on this singer's life when seven gunmen burst into his home, injuring him, his wife Rita, his manager Don Taylor. The attack was believed to be politically motivated. Oh look at boy, me. these are hard questions today. Attempt 1976. on 1976. Somebody with a hairy chest, I'm thinking, and some necklaces. Maybe an Italian. So you're horn. going. You're going mafia here. <laughs> I'm going leisure suit. Oh, okay. Um. Now, I will add one bit. The seven gunmen burst into his Kingston home. Kingston. Oh, Kingston. Oh, okay. Would this be a um, Bob Marley situation? You'll padlock it. I bet. Final. Wow, nice job, Donna. You You got it right. Ding, dang, diggly do. Bob Marley. Could you imagine? He was probably high, right? He was probably super relaxed. And then 
boom, opens the front door. Seven gunmen. That is terrifying. I don't want to think about it. Next. You're the one who leaves your garage door open. Stop it. Dateline 1976. An estimated three and a half million people applied for tickets to this group's forthcoming British Albert Hall concerts. There were only a total of 11,000 tickets available for their concerts, but three and a half million people applied for them. Name the group. Okay, so I'm going to talk this out now because it's still 1976 and it could be... Is it a British group, may I ask? It is not. It is not a British British group, nor is it an American group. Is it a Canadian group? Nor is it a Canadian group. I don't think they've ever had a music group come out. Is it a Swedish Swedish group? Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to say that this was... Abba or Abba, um, who I think is really overrated. Final. Wow, she did it again. Wow, it's amazing. Anna. I know. I'm on a. I'm on a roll, guys. What other Swedish groups were you going back and forth between? I don't know any. Dateline 1986. Okay, this is gonna be fun. This. I don't know if it's technically a singer or the name of a group. Okay. Sued by two families alleging that the band, let's call it a band, were responsible for their sons forming a suicide pact and shooting themselves after listening to the band's records. The parents and their legal team alleged that a subliminal message of Do It had been included in the band's song, Better By You, Better Than Me. Okay, this rings a bell. The suit ended up being dismissed, by the way, in 1990. I almost wanted to say Black Sabbath. You're in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's somebody like that, like, not a Metallica. Uh, You're like a dog sniffing around right now, and your nose is in the right place. Alice? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Biblical. Okay. Like go. It's not going to be like Genesis. No, that but I like that. Okay, this okay. Is fun. All right, all right. Um, Jesus, Bible names. Jesus and the okay. Mary chain. Jesus no, and let's, the. Ma- no. Um, you could argue. In fact, many theologians do that this person had a bit of a falling out with Jesus late in his life. Oh, okay. It's either, um, is it Gabriel? No. Satan? Uh, no. You would never name, no one ever names their kid this anymore because it's always tied to the concept of betrayal. Oh, so it's Judas Priest. Final. Nice job, Donna. (laughs) That was good, Steve. Genesis? (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yeah, Yeah, it was good. Very good. Very good. Thanks, Steve. Dateline 1994. Oh, no. This isn't going to end well. 
This is the summer that I was 10 right before I turned 11, and okay. I really remember... No, but I'm just saying, I really remember this summer. Okay. It was the OJ trial. It was the OJ chase. Okay. I was deep into hee-haw land. Oh, no. Well, this is very bad. Okay. This group knocked themselves off the number one position on the... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. U.S. singles chart when On Bended Knee started a six-week run at number one. The group's I'll Make Love to You had been at number one for a record-breaking 14 weeks. Name... The group. Okay, so my first thought when you said on bended knee was boys to men. But then I started thinking about some of those boy bands like In Sync, Backstreet Boys. Now here again I would tell you to really hone in on the year. Nineteen ninety four. Ooh. Don't like it being sung. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a hint. It's a group, right? It's a boy You're right group. right there. You've already said it. It's a group. You've already said it. All you need to do is confidently lock it in. Backstreet Boys final. Oh, hey, 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 hey. You didn't even say the Allen final because you were going to go with your gut. What was your gut? In sync. No, that wasn't your gut. <laughs> it was Boys to Men, which was my first lock gut. Lock it up. Lock it up, yeah. Nice oh, job, Donna. Tough. 1994? I would have thought that was more like 89, 91. No, and Backstreet, or excuse me, Instinct didn't really hit till 98, 99, 2000, right around oh, there. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's too bad. Are we done? Uh, I'll throw in one more quick one for All you, right. real quick. For good measure. Dateline 2014. Oh, boy. This singer was named the most streamed artist in the world by Spotify. The, at the time, 23-year-old had racked up more than 860 million streams on the service, beating Eminem and Coldplay, who came second and third respectively. Katy Perry was the year's most streamed female artist, with Ariana Grande second and Lana Del Rey third. Named the male singer who was the most streamed at the age of 23 in the year 2014. My first thought is to say Bieber, but he can't be much older than 23 right now. Um, does, uh, does he have a song about a telephone? Uh, no. There's no hotline bling no, or anything no like that? No, no hotline bling. Okay. You're uh, deeply attracted to this man. Oh, it's Ed! It's Ed. Sharon. Yeah, lock it in. Wow, way to go, Donna. Oh man, unreal. How do I do it every week? It's impossible to know. I want to be done now. Okay, you are done. Good job, guys. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the game. Um, can I just real quick remind people about the 13th annual Santa Project? It's a big deal. It's going on now. 
Yeah, it benefits the Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's virtual this year, so we're not collecting toys. We're collecting money. And today's sponsor is Voyage Healthcare. And they donated a $1,000 match to our Santa Project Fund. Yeah, shout out to Voyage Healthcare. Thank you so much for helping us deliver a happy holiday to families who are at the Ronald McDonald House. You can learn more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, Santa. Go there. Go there now. All right. When we come back, I'm going to get to some of the responses of our Facebook question. What is the best memory you have of a handmade gift, either received or given? I don't know how it's doing on Facebook right now, but we'll check into that. And also a really hilarious dog that you have got to listen to when we come right back on my talk. We're back. Hey. Clearly, Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Steve, does your dog talk at all? No. He doesn't make like kind of noises? No, no. I wonder if he ever will. I hope not. You should talk to him. I do. <laughs> but I, I mean, just, don't just command him, but just be, you know. No, I, what, do you th- what do you think I am? Of I course I talk to the dog. Oh, okay. Just because he's not talking back doesn't mean I'm, no one's saying anything to the dog. This dog gets talked to a lot. Okay. Look at you, my little man. Look at you, the little prince of thieves. You are destined for greatness. You know, those kind of things. Oh, okay. You know, the typical stuff. <laughs> well, there is an uh, a viral, in, I think it's an Instagram little video of a dog who, can we say the B-H word? Um, That's oh, a good question. I could kind of fast forward it a little bit. All right, or, or pull it down real quick and then back up. Yeah, give is me it, a second. You guys talk. Let me figure right, out where Steve, that timing let's, is. Okay, B-I, so, is it like the female dog word? No, B-H. B-H. It's like what everybody has oh. in their backyard. <laughs> That's funny. There's you and me playing uh, Passwords someday. It's <laughs> what everybody has. Uh, B-H. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we just got cleared for a fart from the boss. So oh, nice. I know. That's that's nice. She's not real excited about it. No, but she doesn't anyway. sound excited about it at all. That's all right. But anyway, this dog, you have to watch the video as we listen to it. Okay. Because, first of all, it's got the, it's kind of like a calico kind of dog. I don't know what you call that, all those different colors. Oh, yeah. And it's got these beautiful blue eyes. Okay, don't hit play yet. Okay, I'm just getting past the ad so that I'll be ready. Okay. So this, I just love this because I like to look at his teeth. It almost looks like somebody doctored it. Um, so this dog disagrees with the story that is being told about him by his owner. So here we go. You do. You lift your tail up. No, lift your tail up and you rub the rest of the No, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. You have to see his Turns to talk to somebody else. His teeth are hilarious. They're like all these little shark teeth. In his mouth. James. Wow. And you can, uh, I mean, it's just so funny how he reacts and how attentive he is. Anyway, just thought that was fun. By the way, lots of people adopting dogs during this crazy year. Mm. And many of them giving them names like Corona, oh, you Rona, no. Covey, uh-uh. COVID, Covey. Fauci. Fauci. This is so funny. I will never forget the time when... Okay, so I was working in country music, and there was a certain female artist who had this huge success, 
sold 10 million albums back to back, both of her first and second albums. You'll figure out who I'm talking about. And it's a few years later, like maybe three years later. I'm in a public restroom at a festival, and all I hear is, Shania, hurry up. Shania, come on. And I just thought it was the funniest thing because you've never heard the, sh- the name Shania in your whole life until right. Shania Twain. And then it, all now these little dogs. kids. Yeah. No, it was a, oh, chi- oh, it was a child. Oh. It was a child. <laughs> but uh, anywho, so our question. Story. Thanks a lot, Steve. I really yeah. appreciate that. Okay, so our Facebook question didn't do too bad. Um, we're going quality over quantity today. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again? Remind the, me. The question is, what is it? Today happens to be make a gift day, make a gift day. And so I thought it would be fun to ask your best memory of a handmade gift, either one that you gave or one that you received. And we have some really great, thoughtful answers. Hmm. Would you like me to begin Let's see here? Uh, yeah, you start at the bottom. I'll start at the top. Oh, okay. Okay, let me scroll down because that didn't look down there. Oh, this is really sweet. Melissa said her daughter's kindergarten teacher's mom made each student a blanket with their name and handprints with a hat and gloves. So out of their kids, that's really fun. Uh, Emily says when we were kids, my mom would make fudge for all six kids' stockings. Christmas morning came and we discovered, and this this can be scary, our little rat terrier, Spooky, Ate all the fudge, but Uh-oh. he didn't get sick, and we never saw the saran wrap come out of his butt. Whoa. Maybe what he is... threw it in the garbage. <laughs> this is trash. <laughs> Shannon got a handmade quilt from her parents made with her old soccer jerseys. That is really thoughtful. My son and daughter in heart, I don't know what that means, Jessica, uh, made a homemade Christmas ornament made of South Carolina little seashells. It meant so much to me that I have it displayed all year long. Well, that's cool, Jessica. Oh, that is sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jessica, the other Jessica says, when I was little, my mom said all she wanted for Christmas was peace of mind. <laughs> so I went and got a brain kit and took one piece out, painted it, and gave it to her. <laughs> she still has it 30 years later. That's cute That is funny. super creative, too, to take Anna's- it so literally. Anise cookies from my mother-in-law every year. Family favorites. You got to be into anise, and that's an acquired taste. Uh, Linda said quite a few years ago, I got a handmade Christmas skirt. I love this idea. With all the names of everyone on it, kids, grandkids, etc. Loved it, and I still use it to this day. It is my most treasured gift. Oh, That's really sweet. Emily said Grandpa made a rocking cradle for... Her babies when she was about uh, two, and now her daughter plays with it. Wow. Oh, a Raggedy Ann doll from scratch. Do you remember a Raggedy Ann doll? I do, yeah, and then Raggedy Andy. They're so cute. That would be cool to have, like, in a corner at a cabin. Oh, God, no. No, no, wait a second. It's so cute. (laughs) I love them to put them on a shelf. Uh, Okay. I never had one. Uh, Oh, well, that's, then you got to get one. You want me to get you one? Christmas. No, we're not doing gifts. What you want Papa get you? (laughs) It's just so old school, you know? It's just so so little house on the prairie-ish. Yeah, I just think if someone's like Airbnb in your place or something like that, and then they're like, oh, they think this is the guy. (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. Hey, better that than a dead squirrel under your butt. (laughs) Why choose when you can have both? (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Oh, gosh, you Happy guys. Thursday, guys. Can you believe tomorrow's Friday already? Uh, what are we doing here? It went by what really we fast. I don't know. I have no idea. By the way, thanks to Randy, who just sent us a tweet. 11 seconds of entertainment. Apollo the lizard on a train going around the base of a Christmas tree. Wow. Apollo. She sent it to you and me. It's very uh, cute. We'll go look, look at it. Up. Thank you. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Bye.